today, if you're in the house, that you just want to tell the Lord how much you love him. This is your time. If you're at home on, in, on Zoom land and Facebook Live, if this is a time where you just want to tell him how much you love him, why don't we take a few moments and just tell God how much I, you love him. God, I love you. God, I worship you. God, I adore you. God, I bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. God, we just want to tell you we love you today. In the master's name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. Amen. And while we're standing, I just want to introduce the speaker of the hour. You know, this is, uh, it's good to have friends. It's good to have mentors. Uh, this, this man of God has been both a friend and a mentor to me time in my life to where uh, we were in a place, Sandy and I, of transition. Uh, the Lord bless us to fellowship with Genesis Christian Fellowship. And uh, it was just such a tremendous blessing. Uh, we, we worked together. We cried some tears together and laughed together and poked fun at each other from Oklahoma together. Uh, birthday in the same month, close together. A lot in common, but what we have in common is Jesus Christ. And I dare not testify for him because God has done some tremendous things in his life. And so I want to bring to you uh, Pastor Calvin Belcher, pastor of Genesis Christian Fellowship in Moreno Valley, California. Let's get a Lord a hand for Jesus, you've let me know I fought a good fight, but I haven't finished my course. Strengthen me, encourage me, build me up, God, that I may run on and see what the end's going to be. Bless this congregation, God, that you have put together and the praises of the Lord and the power of the word is in this place. Thank you for letting me feel at home and be at home, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the word of God go forth in power and strength. Let it change hearts and lives. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for being here. Thank you for, y'all have to excuse me. I want to go hug my baby. Here, here. Some of you who don't know, uh, February the 10th, I was taken to the hospital for uh, bypass surgery. I went into the house one night, and you that do know me, I'm always up and going and always at it. And, uh, I'd be 
my job to pray for people, to feed people, to uh, visit the sick. That was my job, but it was never was supposed to happen to me. And I tell people all the time, you know, it's, it's my time today, but it might be your time tomorrow. Doesn't mean that you don't have faith. Doesn't mean that you don't uh, love the Lord. But there's just some things in life. And then God takes the circumstances of your life to teach you and show you the trying of your faith builds and develops something. Sometimes there's things that we can't see with the natural eye that God has to do. God has to do it. While I'm talking, you can go read 1 Peter, the fourth chapter. Uh, and as I was laying in the bed, I had a pain in my lower intestine. And I just thought it was a stomach ache or something. And it ran straight up my middle of my body and shot out my back. And when my daughter came in, she heard me scream. She said, what's wrong? And I told her, she said, that's not a stomach ache. She rushed me to the hospital, and they tried to put a, a balloon or something, you know, on, and it wouldn't work. And, and they had to rush me to emergency at another hospital. And when I got there, the team was waiting on me, and, and uh, uh, the doctor told me before I went under, I'm gonna have to do a bypass. Take me about two, two and a half hours, he said. But when I came out, seven hours later. He had did three bypasses. And uh, they couldn't understand. I couldn't understand. I didn't have no pain. No pain. They kept saying, what is your pain ratio from zero to ten? And I said, zero. <laughs> I said, zero. That's God. That's God. And, and uh, all that week, they kept saying, what's your pain, zero? I said, they kept saying, well, we gave you pain pills. You've been taking your medicine. I said, no, no pain, no pain at all. Even to this day, no pain, no pain, no pain. A guy was at the gym. He was trying to tell me, well, what did you do? Did you change your eating? Did you? I said, no, God. He kept saying, well, did you? I said, no, God. You, you got to get it, God. <laughs> and so even today, the Lord blessed me. I get tired a little bit. And that's all right. Uh, I, I don't preach much at the, at the home church because I have the Lord send me help. But I, 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 I took this because sometimes you have to see what you got. You have to see, you know, where you're at. And you got in the, in the trying of your faith. You got to get back up on the horse and ride again. And because all doing this week, even though I didn't have no pain, the devil always talks to you. When the devil thinks he's got you down, he tries to put his foot on you. So you have to learn something, and you have to know that God, if God is for me, if, if God is for me, and so when I did uh, start coming kind of to my senses, the first thing that popped in my mind, an old song we used to sing years ago in the church, it says, he keeps on doing. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps on doing keeps on doing great things. And so when I got back to the church, and maybe the first Sunday I did come online, one of the ladies told me, she said, Pastor, she said, the church had a 24-hour prayer line for you. 
And she said people, yeah, she said people got up at 3 in the morning. She said they didn't miss their slot. She said they didn't fuss, and then they didn't uh, uh, complain. And so when they said, well, why come you don't have no, no, no prayer? I said, because prayer changes things. Amen. See, prayer changes things. But I, I laid there, and another blessing that we had there, when I came out of the hospital, uh, thinking that I was half dead, the Lord added a new member to the family the day before. Right. So I'm a great-grandfather now. Right. <laughs> and then just a few days ago, my son come back home. So we just, we just got things going on right now. He keeps on doing great things. See, he keeps on doing mighty things. I don't care how rough the road gets. It don't mean that God has left you. I don't care how down you may become. It doesn't mean that God has left you. And, 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 and one of the things that the Lord put in my spirit to even just talk about today, I'm not going to do a lot of, uh, uh, I'm going to do whatever the Lord said, but it's not a lot of energy because you'll have to come up and pick me up. <laughs> but... <laughs> But the Bible says, teaches us to have the mind of Christ. See, you got to have the mind of Christ. One of the problems with the, the church today is, and it's not just today, it just didn't happen today. It, it, it came up on us because of producing spirits. But we need the mind of Christ. What, what mind did Christ have? In, in the book of Peter, it says, For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, Arm yourself likewise with the same mind. See, see, we, we don't want to get past that phrase because that, that, if, you, if you get past that phrase, you miss the whole chapter. See, you miss the whole chapter. And I'm trying to teach my leaders at church, stop, read, stop at periods and commas and read and, and, and understand before you go further. Because when you miss that, people get into, well, I feel. I feel. No, no, no. Read what it said. You ain't got to feel no more. Read what it said. <laughs> see. He said, arm yourself. Today they got the big gun lobbyists going on and, 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 and the uh, uh, discussions about who should have a gun and who should arm themselves. But he's telling us here what to arm ourselves with. See, the mind of Christ. See, you got to have a mind first. See, you, you got to have a mind. In, anything you want to do in life, first you got to have a mind. You gotta have a made up mind, this is what I'm gonna do. You gotta be resolute. I don't care if you're starting a business, I don't care if you're going to college, you gotta have a mind. See, you can't have a wishy-washy mind going into business. You can't have one going into marriage. This is why we got so many people running from home to home, church to church, uh, business to business, because they don't have a made up mind. See, Christ was resolute in his mind. Where are you going, Jesus? I'm going to die. No, yes I am. I'm going to die. Yeah. See, I do nothing other than what my father tells me. That's I'm going to die. Yeah. Get behind me, Satan. I'm going to do the work of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And see, what we have to understand is when I say, well, have the mind of Christ, uh, I used to sit in the church and the people would say, have faith, have faith. And I'm saying, how? Don't just tell me to do something. And then I don't know how. So then if you don't, I'll start doing things, and I'm actually working in the law. I'm actually trying to follow laws and rules, and ain't nothing happening, no, no change going on. See? So when he says, have the mind of Christ, for he that has suffered in the flesh. 
have ceased from sin. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to die. Let's just make it plain. You got to die. See, see, see. When a person dies, he quits sinning. See, when a person, this is what he's telling you, is this. Jesus had the mind to die. Jesus died before he got to the cross. Jesus died daily before he got to the cross. They called him a friend of Bibbers, a friend of a wine Bibbers. He had to die to that. They said he was illegitimate. He, his mother, you know, she had him out of wedlock. He had to die to that. They said he was a, a, a thief. He was a liar. He wasn't God's son. He was impersonated. He had to die. Jesus said that he, he learned obedience through the things that he suffered. He's not talking about his spirit. He's talking about his flesh. He had to kill this old flesh because he came like us. So you can't have the I can't help it. And you have no excuses. So let this, this same mind that he has suffered in the flesh, he ceased from sin. You got to get made up in your mind, sin is not for me. People are walking around wondering, am I saved? Wondering if this is going to happen. No, 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 no. You've got to make up in your mind. But before you make up in your mind, you have to do like your, 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 your Sunday school lesson was talking about this morning. You've got to focus on the Lord. Jesus focused on everything God said. He didn't go to the left or to the right. He had to focus. And the way that we have to live in this life is we got to focus. You got to focus. We got too many things coming in our minds. We're sitting in church with CNN in our minds. Who is the Lakers playing in our mind? We got everything. I got to go to work tomorrow in my mind. But you need to dedicate a, a day for the Lord. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Keep it separated. Lord, this is for you. I got issues. I got problems, but I need the mind of Christ. Somebody give the Lord the hand praise. He said that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. You got to make up your mind, I'm going to live for God. My mother used to tell me as I was a kid, don't hold both your way to hell. Go 100%. If, if, you, if you ain't going to follow God, don't hold both your way Go 100%. See, see, go all the way. You got to dive into this thing. Why? And, and he'll get into this. Uh, 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 that he should no longer live the rest of his time in the flesh and to the lust of men, but to the will of God. See, to the will of God. You've got to identify in the death and the burial of Jesus Christ. And the way you identify is you got to die to the things that makes you opposite of God. You identify. Because we bring you down here and, and baptize you and raise you up doesn't mean you're a Christian. It doesn't mean you're in Christ. When you get into Christ, you've got to die. Jesus had to die. And he did it for a reason so that we can understand the power of God. Now, we need to understand, why do I have to die? Because I have no power if I don't die. See, 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 when I die, I'm translated from the power of darkness. He, he, he didn't say that I'm translated to do good works, but I'm translated. Sin has no dominion over me no more. And until you get that in your mind, I don't have to sin, not just because I said it, not because I named it and claimed it, but because Jesus died and rose again, and now that I've accepted him and I'm dying to sin, 
through the power of the Holy Ghost. You, you, got, you got to put that in there. You got to put that in there. Because if you don't put that in there, when you fail, the devil will come in your ear and say, I thought you were saved. I thought you had the power. See, see, see. I, I thought you did. So, so I'm delivered from it. I'm delivered from it. But if I don't know it, see, the devil can do anything to you. If you don't know you're free, you know, if you don't know you're free, you can't walk free. People used to come to me and say, Pastor, you think I'm saved? I said, no. And some people say, oh, that's harsh. No, I want, I'm, I'm making a point here. No, because you ought to tell me. You ought to, yeah, you ought to tell me. You ought to know you're free. You ought to know that there's a power source that you can go to that, that, that if you do something, you get them dust yourself off because I still got power. I'm learning. I'm growing. See? So you got to tell the young people when they come into church, it's not just shaking the pastor's hand. You got to tell them you got a power source, see, that's greater than anything in the world, in the world. I used to smoke three packs a day, and I'd fuss at God every day. I thought, I thought you were supposed to take this. I thought you, you know. See, even in that statement, I'm saying I don't believe that you did anything. See, see. And when I tried because I had a strong will, I'd go for about two days and then fall again, and here come the devil. I thought you was. What if the people at the church find out about it? See, you're going to be embarrassed. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. See, see, see. Yeah, it's not good. Why? Because my faith is in me and it's not in God. See, see, see. And we got to bring the people back to the minds of Christ. His, mind, his faith was in God. See, see. His faith was in God. Not in the pastor. Not in the church. Not in the, uh, the, the songs. Not, not in giving my offering. It was in God. I, I needed help. See. And, 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 and the Lord had to speak to him and say, but when you get out of the way, I can do it. I can do it. When you die. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. See, when, when you die to yourself, your self-will, and everything around you, then you open up the door for the Spirit of God to come in and do the deliverance. Now, that's very important because... If you don't allow God to deliver you, you have no self-esteem about your religion, about your, your, your faith. See, I, I, I like Magic Johnson. I like uh, 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 when Kobe was here. I like to see him play. But those were things I admired. I didn't get no esteem out of it. I admired it. But my esteem comes when I develop something in me and I overcome something in me. But when the Holy Spirit begins to break those yokes in my life, I can stand up and say, I know who I am. See, see, I, I got some esteem about who I am. I, I can be like Pastor. I know my Redeemer lives. See, you can't take it from me because I know he lives. Why? Because he did something. See, he, every day, every day. He, he lives and he guides me. So I learned to lean and I learned to trust. And so when I get up now, it's our Father. Amen. Yeah. See, see, see. It's, it's, it's our Father. See, because I have the mind now that Jesus had. When things got tough, Jesus would go up to the mountain to pray. Get rid of the choir, get rid of the, the, the disciples following him, all that fussing and fighting. And, you know, I want to be the greatest. I want to do this. He had to get away and go pray. 
And they saw when he came back down, he was a different person. So one of them says, Lord, teach us to pray. Yeah. But what was that you was doing? T teach us to yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, teach us to do that. Yeah. We want the mind. What mindset you have? We want the mind of Christ. We're too busy trying to lay our hands on it, name it and claim it, and, and, and grab it and blab it, and, 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 and stand in the $50, $60, line because that's not salvation. Not at all. See, that's not salvation at all. You still got issues. You got problems. And the Lord allows that so he can teach you and draw you to him. So I like what Brother Mike said this morning. We, we're in a, we're in a, a learning thing. Yeah. It's a learning. Anytime you quit learning, you're on your way down. I don't care how long you've been in the church. See, see. Ain't, 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 ain't nothing a worse, uh, a worse fool than an old fool. <laughs> Sitting around doing the same thing all the time. Ain't never changing. Ain't never. <coughs> Baby, I've been this way a long time. Mean as a junkyard dog. Because he won't give it to God and say, deliver me. Because God wants to give you a spirit of peace, yeah. tranquility. He wants you to see that when you tap into the power, I'll change you. Right. I'll change. See, this world got to go back to saying God can change things. Yeah. We got to go back to saying, now greater is mother is, is he that's in me yeah. than any spirit that's in the world. All right. All right. Any spirit that's in the world, God is greater. God is greater. And so he'll start doing that step by step. Each day he'll start taking things. And as he does that, my confidence grows. See, see people say, well, I want the peace of God. See, the, the, the word peace in the Greek means to be surrounded, wrapped up tight. And, and so you're secure. And what it's saying, it gives you a confidence that whatever's locked up is secure. It can't be taken away. So, so you're walking and you got a faith about you. You got a confidence. Yeah, and it gives you peace. You're not worried because you got a confidence. And the church, and, and until you learn to die and get the mind of Christ daily, Paul said, I die daily. Daily. Not once a month, not twice a week. I die daily. Something gets on my nerves every day. And, and literally it does. When, since I've come out of the hospital, I'm so tense all the time. And, and, but I'm so glad that I know God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. See, people will say something, and I'll just feel tension. And, 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 and my flesh wants to say something. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. Like, 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 my, like my wife was saying the other day, uh, uh, if you used to cuss, you ain't forgot. You ain't forgot how there's something down on the inside of you holding you. You ain't forgot. You still, it's still there. It's still there. It's still there. If you don't, if you don't uh, have the mind of Christ, you have to develop this mind. It don't come because you said, I, I'm saved. I gave my life to Christ. No, no. It has to be developed. That confidence each time God delivers you something, it builds a confidence and it's developed. Oh, I can trust him. Oh, I can trust him. What does he like? I can do what he wants me to do. I can trust him. So, so, so we have to know that a, a, a person has to do what God says to get the mind of Christ. Uh, Romans 6 tells us, knowing this, that our old man, 
is crucified. There again, we're talking about death. He's crucified with him. That the body of sin. You know, a lot of times the, the, you, you say, well, what body of work this person got going on? Well, this is a body of work. He's using this word body of sin to say the body of work is, is it's against God. You, you, you've been crucified to that. And this old body uh, that you used to have, it, uh, it, it, you don't do it no more because your mind has changed. Now, when a person's mind has changed, he don't want to sin. It's no more than I. It's no more than I. And, and you, don't, you don't desire to be around people with nasty mouths. Amen. You ain't better than it. It just does something to you. <laughs> it just, it just, you don't want to be around people always crooked. I always want to talk about somebody else in the church. I always want to put somebody else down. Because your mind has changed. You don't want to get into gossip. Your, your mind, you're not better than. It's just that your mind, that's not me no more. Don't, don't want to be a part of that. You know, you, you just, you, your mind is just different. So what he's saying is, is uh, uh, you're crucified that the body of sin might be destroyed. See, if God does not destroy literally that power over you, you're not free. That henceforth we should not serve sin. I just don't want to. And there's times you don't exactly know what the scripture has said, but when it, you come up to it, you go, nah, something wrong here. I'll pass. I just want to do it. And then later on, the Holy Spirit sister, I'll show you a scripture. And you go, wow. See, see, he leads and guides. He leads and guides. It ain't left up to you. That's why I tell people, well, I feel, no, it ain't what you feel. He leads and guides. Get in your word. He leads and guides. See? For he that is dead is freed. See, that's what, that's what we have to, that's why you have to tell people the purpose, the reason. When you die, from, from lying and stealing, you're free from it. See, that's what you want because, see, here's the problem. Everybody in here got a chapter in their life they don't like. And it has scarred you. And until you tell people you're not just being a Christian, this helps you. There are some things you want to change and you don't realize you just haven't died. And so what God is telling you is, I love you enough to set you free. I just need you to die and let me come in. See, that's why he said, I'll give you life. That's what he's talking about. I'll give you life. Well, people won't accept Christ because you won't tell him about life. See, see, see. You won't tell him about, oh, you know, that, 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 that spirit of smoke I had. And, Lord, I, I don't like it. I know it's not good for my health. I know it's running away with my friends. I know it, it's not Christ-like. And the Lord said, yeah, you don't like it, I'll take it. But you got to give it to me. You, you might have a fussy spirit or bitter all the time. And you're running people away from you and you go, why they don't like me? Because there's something about you that's destroying relationships. And you want to be the nicest person in the world, but it's just something about you. You need to die. You need to die. God, why I make so much money and I'm always broke? Right. Don't nobody raise your hands. We are, we are. <laughs> That's a chapter in everybody's book. So, 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 because you don't have self-control. See? 
You just throw it out there. Oh, God's going to do this. No, he told you to count up the cost. He didn't say throw it out there and I'm going to bless it. No, count up the cost. Don't bring it up into the pastor. I'm going to put it in his hands. That's his responsibility. No, the Bible says don't put your, your, your goods in no dead thing. And he's dead if he's spending my money not the way I want to spend. He's dead. <laughs> not, not literally. I'm talking about. <laughs> and, and so we can, the, the, the second reason is that when I arm myself is that I should not live my life no more in the lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh. And a lot of times when we think of lust of the flesh, we only think about sex. But no, 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 no. Each man, and, and James said, is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Because, see, that's the only thing going to entice me for what I want. <laughs> see, you might, wanna, you might be fighting to be the bishop. You might just uh, want to be rich. See, see. You, 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 mother, you just might, might want to own all the property you can. And that power is so strong in you that it's overwhelming you to the point you don't, call, you don't care how you treat nobody. You don't care who you love. And so, see, lust, every one of us has a lust. And, and, and until the Holy Spirit can identify it in you, see, see, and tell you what it is, sometimes it's here. Because we're due, we won't do the public sin. I won't come and just cuss you out or shoot you or do anything, because I, I know y'all talk about me and have to come down and visit me at jail. But, but I said in the church, somebody walked by, oh, she thinks she's something. And you say, do you know that person? No. Well, why you say that? You know why they say that? In James it says, the spirit in you lusts this to envy. You, you don't even know the person. He just lusts this. Have you ever thought when, you, when some news come on TV, you you ready to hear the bad part first? Yes, Everybody want to hear the bad part. Because the spirit in us lusted to envy. He works against me. He caused me miserable feelings. He caused me wars in my mind, fighting in my mind, the things that I can't have and don't have. See? And so what Jesus is saying is, that's why we need to tell people, when you accept Jesus Christ, he can free you from that. Don't just say, oh, you get saved, come give your life to the Lord, and your life will just change. No, it ain't. A lot of times when you first get saved, the devil calls you hell. He brings all this stuff that you already have and then other people against you. See? So you got to practice dying. See? See? So that's the mind of Christ. I got to die. I got to die. Jesus, whose corn is it? Jesus said, whose picture's on it? Yeah, yeah, right. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, you, you ain't going to tempt me. Whose picture's on it? Mm -hmm. Give Caesar what's his, and you give me what's mine. Mm -hmm. See, see? Don't, don't just let folks come and trick you into things and say, oh, that's a Christian business. Or that's, no, 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 no. See? Holy Spirit, lead and guide. Yes, but I got to die. I got to be able to hear him. And, and, and that's why I see in the church is that the church has almost lost the mind of Christ. See? And so we, we get into uh, 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 fulfilling our pleasures, wanting houses, land, and wealth, and position, and power, and recognition, and drinks, and sex, and stimulation, party, and recreation. Uh, that, that, that's why he said, I, I made up my mind, I don't live in the lust of these things. 
Some of these things I need, but I don't live in the lust of them, the overpowering desire that makes me act different from the way of Christ. Because I need a house. See, now, you know, Lord ain't against me having money. See, but because you can drive around in a Lincoln don't mean I can. You can drive a Lincoln and still come to church. I might not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might take a lot of road trips on Sunday. See? So don't, don't put everybody in the same bag. That's why every man is, 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 is tempted. He's drawn away with his own. Find out what your lust is. What's, what's causing you misery at night? What you don't like uh, uh, about in your life that's causing trouble? Because I can't change yours. But the power to change me, God has it. But you will see what God is doing, and you'll ask me about it. See? 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 My life needs to be the witness first. Then I can talk. But if I'm talking and not walking, see, ain't nobody listening. See, I'm just going for a walk by myself. That ain't leadership. <laughs> I'm not going to be before you long. But <laughs> so, so he goes into this list. And a lot of people will read the list when we study the Bible and just go through it and go to the next scripture. But he's trying to tell you something about your lust. He's trying to tell you something about the hidden misery that you have. He, he, he goes in, he talks about lasciviousness, which is filthy, just, just, just filthiness, indecency, shamelessness. You got people out on the beach now walking around half naked and have no shame. Right. Not trying to cover the most, they're trying to show the most. Mm -hmm. Years ago when I came along as a kid, that was, you, had, you were shame-faced about things like that. Boys walking around with their pants down, you know, with their belt and, and, and their ears showing. That was embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But there's a seducing spirit that has told them this is all right. Society accepts this. That's lasciviousness. See, see. Indecent. See. And if we don't watch it in the church, I saw something on, on, on Facebook one time and, and, and they had somebody in the in the pulpit question backing it up. Back that thing up. I say in the pulpit, what's the pastor doing? Sleep? <laughs> there, there, there used to be a decency in the house of God. You used to dress right when you come in the house of God. You didn't bring certain things into the house of God. It was so when we were younger, you couldn't even come in the pulpit. You, you remember that? You couldn't come in the pulpit. See, they might say, oh, that's too strict or legalistic. But look, we had a mindset to honor God. When we were kids, you couldn't even smoke on our church grounds. Because we'd tell you, God's going to get you. This is God's property. He's going to get you. I mean, that's just what they, they taught. They brought us up in the ammunition of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, respect, respect. But there's no decency now. It, 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 it's no self-control. It means to be without restraint. Anything goes. See, he's trying to tie in to show you that until you learn to die to this, you need to see yourself sometime and say, you know what, I talk too much. Uh, you know, nobody has to tell me that I can see it. I talk too much. I need some restraint. And then I need to know how that, if it ain't my business, stay out of it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my son used to say all the time, quit ear hustling. What are you doing ear hustling? It ain't your business. Stay out of it. 
See, we get in other people's business because no restraint. See? And, and the restraint is so that even in Romans 1 27, it says, And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly. He's talking about homosexuality because lust of getting so strong, God said, I just turn them over. If that's what you want to follow, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. And your mind starts going backwards and you, and you start doing things that are in the dark. And then if whole society is doing it, everybody thinks it's all right. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to offend anybody in here, but uh, <coughs> if you watch TV now, in your commercials, you got men walking, holding men's hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kissing, see? And, and that's the way Hollywood do it. They seep it into society by slowly showing it, and it becomes an all right accepted thing. See? Yeah. See, it becomes all right. It's all right. It's all accepted. See? See? But see, in the old days, the teachers just told you it wasn't accepted. In, in my mother's house, she said, ain't nobody switching in here but the girls. <laughs> she just said, we, we didn't, you know, yeah. Get out there and play football. Get hurt. Don't come in here crying. She, 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 that's the way she said it. We knew what she was talking about. But, 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 but they won't say it now because you offend. You offend. See? But we're not trying to offend. We love, but we just have to teach the Bible. Because I, I have them in my family, but I have to love them. It's, it's not mine to tell you you can't work, you can't do this, you can't do that. Oh, I have to love them. The Lord said, let the wheat and the tariff go together. I'll separate. That, that's one thing I don't like about the Christian church today is we think God give me the stick to beat you with. He didn't. He didn't beat, he didn't beat the prostitute. He didn't beat the the, the uh, tax collector, he loves them because we have to die. See, we have to die. And, that, and that's the thing I say I see in the Christian church. The Christian church needs to go back to reading the Bible and die and let God do the work. See, let God do the work. See, because when, 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 when Moses gave him a, a, a writ to divorce, he said because of the hardness of their heart. Because the men were so uh, brutal back then. They murdered the women and they, they, they took it into their own hands under the name of Christianity. So Moses said, no, 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 no. God don't want you killing them. So, so, so I'm going to give you the written to, uh, a writ to divorce so you can get away from them so they can live. God will forgive them and God will bless them. But I didn't send you to kill them. Christians, God did not send you with the stick to beat people. Amen. Love makes a difference. Yeah. Everybody say, come on, love makes a difference. Yeah. Excess of one, uh, lust, uh, uh, the cravings and the passions of our mind. It says, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's Romans uh, 13 and 14. Then he goes to another excess of wine, drunkenness, you know. He says, and take heed to yourself, lest at any time your heart be overcharged with surfeiting and, and, and drunkenness and cares of this life, so that that day come up on you unaware. God's going to come up on us. 
that we used to arm ourselves with that. I, I can't do it. God may come. He could split the sky today. I've got to live that. I've got to be prepared. Are you ready to go? See, we used to arm ourselves. When we armed ourselves, we weren't so easy, see, to be offended. We weren't so easy to offend others. But, man, I don't want the Lord to catch me with my work undone. People used to say, I don't want the Lord to catch me with my work undone. So the church, we got to go back. We're in a new time. Uh, uh, I do believe the Lord gave this to me. We're in a new time where the Bible's fulfilling. Men would rather believe a lie than the truth. We've got false teachings. We've got unsecured. People don't believe in nothing. They don't believe in our bank, our institutions. They don't believe in our governments. They don't believe in nothing. Why? Because the lie has taken over. So the church has to go back and just stand on the truth. We even got to put the liars out of our pulpit. See, we, we got to shut that down. See? Because when the church starts going to the lies, see, where would the, the rest of the world be? They came here because you have the truth. They came because they see a difference in your life. But if your life looks like the federal government, they don't want to be a part of you. They don't want to be a part of you. <coughs> so that access, we, we overindulge in, in, in just information. We live in the age of information. And people will come into church with all kind of theories and all kind of uh, off-the-wall stuff. You know, uh, 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 one of the preachers came to church and told me, oh, man, you don't want 5G because 5G will do this and do that. I said, what? I'm just using my telephone. <laughs> just making a call, man. Is that going to kill me with all the, all the stuff? And all the stuff he dreamed up and said. And I said, well, prove it. They came. I read this, I read that. Well, yeah, if you read anything other than the Bible, that you can't really stand on it. And so that's why the Bible told us, you shall know the truth, and it's the truth that will make you free. That's why Jesus said, I am the truth, I'm the way, and I'm the life. We got to believe that. And we got to believe he's, he, he, he's in tune with the modernism. He's in tune with everything going forth that he ain't going to leave you in the dark. See, that's real faith. Not, not trying to manipulate him into doing things, but real faith comes when you know that he's everything to us all the time. All the time. Everything is in his hand. Then he goes to revealing. Uh, revealing. That's, that's these uh, uncontrolled and, uh, uh, indulgence and pleasure, partying. People are oh, partying in the Bible. Yes, it is. Because you won't read it. Read it. It's in there. What he's really talking about is your flesh, uncontrolled. God don't need Christians uncontrolled. I don't need Christians uncontrolled. I need you to have some, some good sense and be saved. See, I don't need you out on the street corner every time somebody comes. Oh, Holy Spirit, bless him. Take him out. Come out of here, Satan. And all. No, no, no. You can sit and just have, hold his hand and say in the name of Jesus. See, just say in the name of Jesus. Because you ain't won him yet. You can't skin a fish until you catch him. And you just threw him back. You just ran with all that because he's embarrassed. And he, oh, yeah. He, he said, oh, I wish this guy would leave me alone. Oh. <laughs> you walk up to him. Where are you going to spend eternity? I don't know, but I ain't going to spend it with you. <laughs> the mind of Christ. He talks about the mind of Christ. What did Christ do? What did Christ do? And they're going to think it's strange. 
even in the church, people are going to think you're strange because you don't get with the backbiting and the lying. and You don't get with us. Oh, what do you think the pastor doing today? You know, I know that ain't the Lord. Well, or, or, or criticizing. What I'm saying is the people don't see the love in the church. And they will not see the love until you die. Giving them stuff is not the love. They can get that at the food bank. Folks will come by and give them a ride. No, no. This is why Jesus told the disciples, a new commandment I'm giving you. I'm not talking about this old commandment, just we just love a naturally so. But no, I got a new commandment that when you mistreat me, I'll love you anyway. See, it's an agape love. It's a forgiving love. Maybe he didn't understand. Maybe he didn't say I'm going to love him anyway. It, it covers a multitude. See, and, and then I, and I look at Christians and say, well, what do you think when you fall? Because you ain't walking all the time like you're supposed to. See, See if, you, if you say you are, you need to come down and repent now because you just lied then. You ain't walking like you should all the time. You don't know everything. Love covers a multitude. Love covers a multitude. The mind of Christ. He loved Peter. I see Peter messed up, kind of nice. Come on, Peter, follow me. When you get converted, I'll have mercy. I'll have mercy. I'll have pity on you. I hear your mind before you, my dad used to tell me. I see your mind turning before you even get started. The Lord does that. He knows what's in your heart. He sees you, and he says, come on anyway. Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. I'll give you that peace. See, come on in, come on in, come on in. I'll give it to you. Don't beat yourself up because you failed. Don't beat yourself up because you're not there yet. No, uh-uh. Tell God, God, I'm not there yet. Fix this. Show me how. Help, show me how to die, what to die, when to die. See, see, and then show me when I'm dying so I'll know what's happening. And when you know, that's why I say when the Lord do something for you, you need to know what's happening. I, I, I'm praying every day, okay, Lord, you didn't raise me up. What for? See, what for? Not trying to be uh, 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 smart or anything, but where do you want me to go now? What do you want me to do now? What's new in my life now? Because you could have took me home and said enough is enough, but what now? Yeah, what's this for? See, we, we need, we, when the Lord do something, it needs to be a spiritual connection. If it's not, you're just walking around for the fishes and the loaves. You just wait, and, 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 and most of the days Christians, and I say Christians because we're all Christians, we're just li- living from one crisis to the next, waiting to the next shoe to fall because we haven't stopped and started dying and watching God do things, and when the next shoe falls, we're ready to kick it out of the way because we know God can do everything. See? 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 Why? Because we're learning to live. We're learning to walk. We're learning. I got the mind of Christ. Christ didn't have a mind of failure. Christ didn't have the mind of, come on out of here, Satan. See, he didn't have the mind. When he he talked to the the, the little boy that had the demon, and he threw him in the fire, and Jesus says, still, come on out of him. You ain't impressed me. Come on out of him. That's what God wants us. But that's not just because you sung a song. That's a daily walk. See, that's an everyday walk. The old folks used to sing the song, just a closer walk. See, we, we don't sing songs like that no more. I, I want to be more and more like Jesus. I want to be more and more like him. So meek and lowly, humble and holy. That's what I'm living for. I'm trying to die. See, 
I'm trying to come into the image. I want to look like him. I want to be like him. I want to be like Jesus. Why? Because I'm dying. I'm dying. That's what salvation's about. It's not being in a big church in a large choir. I'm dying. See, you can go anywhere when you die and, and run up on somebody who's dead. Y'all just mix. Y'all just your hearts just come together. I didn't know him, and we'd be sitting on the train, and we'd just start talking, just start mixing. Why? You're dead. You're dying. You're dying. See, see? I don't want to see you out hanging around the graveyard, but I want you to die. Come to the place where people are dying. And if you want to see the power of God move through your giving, through your teaching, through your preaching, be dead. Yeah, just die. Just die. I tell folks, ain't a devil in hell can stop God from blessing you when you die. You have a mind of Christ. Paul said, I die daily. Paul said, I die daily. On on my mother's side, I get tired sometimes. But on my father's side, my strength is renewed day by day. On on my father's side, I I, got to cry sometimes. But on my, on my father's side, I get strength day by day. It's renewed day by day. Yeah, day by day. day, by day. Right. On my day. Hey, I get tested sometimes. Uh-huh. See, but he promised to be with me always, even until the end of the world. See, he wants that in you, but that's when you be like Christ. Yeah. I want to be like Christ. Yeah. No, do you want to be like Bishop Thompson? No, I want to be like Christ. I want to be like Christ. I want the Lord to say, well done. Well done. Thou good and faithful servant. Well done. Come on up a little higher. Come come on, I got something for you. I want to lay down, see, my tools of war. No more fighting no more. No more fighting. Ain't going to study it no more. See, see, going to walk in heaven all day long. The angels are going to say, why are you treating him so? Because these are they. <laughs> why, 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 you, why, why are you treating him? Why are you get fitting the fatted calf and all that for him? These are they. See? They, they, they went through hard trials and still died. See? They were talked about and still died. They were criticized and set aside, but they still died. See, see, see. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. I feel like preaching, sis, but I'm stopped. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. We're going to get that shut in. He keeps hollering shut in. We're going to have to get it shut in. But let me tell y'all something. God is on the throne. I'm a a living witness. He's on the throne. When I left home at 17, 16, my mother told me, Take the Lord along with you everywhere you go. You're going to need him. You're going to need him. When my son went off, I told him, take the Lord along with you everywhere you go. The Lord protected him. He, felt, he, said, he said I was like Joseph in the prison. He, he said they opened the doors for me. I would go here and go there, and I was the one talking to the warden. People would get jealous, and they would get angry. And he would say, let me tell you all something. He would say, favor ain't fair. <laughs> he said, favor ain't fair. I got the Lord on my side. See, you train them up. Train them up. 
when they come into the house of God, train them up. Don't just let them set. Train them up. Teach them how to die. Teach them how to endure hardness as a good soldier. Teach them that you're on the battlefield. You're supposed to get talked about. You're You're different. You're peculiar. Strange. You're just strange. Why are you still loving? You know I just did this to you. Strange. You lost your house and your job, but you're still praising God. You're strange. Something strange about you. You just got up off the operating table talking about you want to go to worship service. Something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. You're strange. Let this mind. Let it be in you. Let it be in you. The devil said you wasn't going to teach no more. Let it be in you. Slow down. Give it to the younger. I still got a lot. I still got a lot. I got a lot of people to teach. I got a young youth to, to, to train. I might not jump as high as I used to, but I still jump. Still jump. Little, little jump. Little steps at a time. But until the Lord taught me, and that's what you got to get. You got, but you will never get a confidence. You'll never get esteem until you let the Lord walk with you each day. And knock down some things, die to some things, so you can know he's God. You won't know he's God if he don't deliver you. I used to didn't understand that statement, let him be your personal savior. That's what they're talking about. He personally, there's things that hurt you don't mean nothing to me. And so when God does this for you, say, I know he lives. I know he lives. Thank you, church.